As the memorials continue to grow for the 215 children whose remains have been discovered at a former residential school in Kamloops, B.C., now, there's going to be a number of individuals and groups right across the country who will mark a moment of silence at 2.15 this afternoon. We will pause and take a moment to remember the victims in just a few moments right here on 640 Toronto. But first, here's Global's Karen Lieberman with the very latest. I had to stop counting a few times because it's, it's, it's so raw for us. It's so, uh, it's so real for us. It's, it's uh, what we live with on a daily basis. Saul Mamakwa came to count the tiny shoes. They're lined up in rows outside Queen's Park and in memorials across the country, marking the lives of 215 children taken at a former Kamloops, B.C. residential school. The death of our children is a crime against humanity. But Canada has never treated as such. An emotional Mamakwa, the Ontario NDP's critic for Indigenous and Treaty Relations, asked that all residential school sites be searched, apologies demanded, and flags at all provincial buildings be flown at half-mast for four days. That's Global's Karen Lieberman, and joining us now is Grand Chief Stuart Phillip, who is the president of the Union of BC Indian Chiefs. The Grand Chief joins us now here on 640 Toronto. Grand Chief, good afternoon. Thank you so much for your time. Yes, good afternoon. First off, uh, can you describe for us just uh, how you've been feeling the past few days? Well, it's been um, devastating. As uh, many Indigenous people have said, uh, for us this is uh, not uh, as shocking as it is for the general Canadian public because having been victimized by the residential school system, uh, we have known for decades that there were terrible atrocities um, that took place in those residential schools. And um, there were rumors of hidden graves, not only here in British Columbia, but right across this country. And, of course, the racist nature of Canada is such that there was uh, a very uh, deliberate effort to shush um, those voices that were calling for an investigation into the death of children, children um, that never came home from the residential schools. Have you had a chance, uh, Grand Chief, to talk with residential school survivors and just uh, how are they coping? Well, you know, again, this is an integral part of our history. It's an integral part of our, um, you know, our communities. And we have all been really involved in this issue for a number of decades, Um there was a huge take-up and involvement in the Truth and Reconciliation Commission where survivors shared their stories with the Canadian public, those who chose to go and listen to those heartbreaking stories. But unfortunately, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission terms of reference didn't allow for um, investigations into wrongdoing. Uh, it was only a forum to share the story. So now that we have irrefutable evidence um, of unmarked graves, of um, 
you know, which in our opinion represents a crime scene. Um, you know, obviously we have to look into this much deeper and, um, you know, through forensic science and, and all of the resources we can bring to bear, not only here in British Columbia, but right across this country. Mm-hmm. I, wanted, I wanted to ask you, sorry, about that, because if this happened in Kamloops, the next question must be, has to be, where else? And are we yet, do you fear to hear, hear the worst still of this? Yes, um, I said that at the outset. I said, I don't think we've heard the worst of this yet. Um, once the, um, you know, once they determine uh, who these children are and ages and so on and so forth, I think... That in itself is going to be absolutely shocking. And the fact that um, if this took place in Kamloops, it's not an isolated incident. Obviously, the same policies, the same uh, racist attitudes that, that um, you know, serve to, to allow this to happen here in British Columbia applied all the way across the country. And, and we know that there were children that never came home. The um, I recall when the Truth and Reconciliation Commission was underway that there was a deliberate effort on the part of the federal government to destroy records. And, you know, they got away with that without any consequences. And that's been the problem with institutional racism. There there aren't any standards to protect our fundamental human rights here, the right to life, the, you know, the right to protection, and so on and so forth. So that's why these things happened. We mentioned the Truth and Reconciliation Committee a couple of times. The Prime Minister uh, promising change yesterday. Are you hopeful that we are finally going to see some real change? Well, it's not going to be through the TRC. Because the 94 recommendations that that came out of the TRC, uh, one of those recommendations was to undertake a national survey of residential school sites uh, in regard to unmarked graves. And the government, uh, it's been six years now since the report first came out, and they haven't done a thing. I've seen you talk, uh, Grand Chief, about the need for structural change. Uh, What does that uh, look like, and what would you like to see? Well, um, in my view, Canada needs a complete redo in terms of its uh, values, Uh, particularly um, the uh, fact that there's an inherent racism that that exists in this country from sea to sea to sea. And it's rooted in the colonial notions that indigenous people, people of color, black people are inferior to the Euro-Canadians that, that came into our country and, and began to colonize it. And those values and those racist attitudes have been reinforced by the residential school system and reinforced by our own public school system. And those attitudes are carried by, you know, the great-grandparents, the grandparents, and they're handed down 
eventually to the young people and and uh, with Black Lives Matter and those types of social movements, um, I see a coming together of the young people who reject these racist notions and the harm that they create. Racism kills. That's a fact. So the country needs to take a serious inward look at itself and change um, and eradicate and purge the racist notions that are part of this country's foundation so that the children grow up in an environment that's caring and loving and and um, you know the we're in the middle of a climate crisis and we need that kind of unity and solidarity amongst all people to know and understand this is our home this country is all of our homes and we have a responsibility to not only look after the land and the water but to look after each other and I'm talking about all people that live in this country and we need to undertake that paradigm shift and that it should be taught in the schools. I have a 22-year-old granddaughter, and she just graduated not too long ago, and she told me there was one page that that she recalls in school that there was some scant information about the residential schools. Well, change has got to happen. It has got to occur. Uh, Grand Chief Stuart Phillip, uh, really appreciate uh, your time with us uh, here this afternoon. Thank you for uh, joining us. Okay, thank you very much.